This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by the Agency Partner Program at Wix. That's wix.com slash partners. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Chance and my guest today is Kelly Lewis. She is the founder of Damesley, a boutique women's tour company and creator of Go Girls Guides, the first series of travel guidebooks designed specifically for women. And she's also got a new book we're going to talk about today called Tell Her She Can't, Inspiring Stories of Unstoppable Women. So Kelly, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. So I have to tell you, I have to admit at least, that the title of your book feels a little bit like a dare. Yeah. Is that a bit of what you're trying to evoke? That is exactly what I'm trying to evoke, <laughs> yeah. I feel like tell her she can't just my like rallying cry yeah. <laughs> and the motto of my life because I, I definitely feel that I respond best when people tell me that I can't do things because I just have an innate desire to prove them wrong. So that was really going to be my next question. Were you at some point in your life told you can't? Oh, yeah, definitely. I grew up in Hawaii, which is a lovely place to be from. But the house that I grew up in was pretty difficult mm -hmm. and certainly full of some emotional and physical abuse. And to get through that, I really had to dig deep within myself and just say to myself, like, you will survive this and you will show everyone that they are wrong. I think that's how I got through it. I had to create a way to make all of that negativity and icky stuff that I was going through into some kind of a fuel that could push me forward instead of letting it, you know, derail my life. Or believing yeah, it. Yeah. What's odd, but I guess I've just accepted it as part of human nature. Why is it so important for others um, to tell us we can't do something? Particularly, we all had that teacher who was probably supposed to be the person telling us we can or parent or whatever your situation was. Why is it important for some people to actually project that on us? God, I wish they think? didn't. I really wish <laughs> they didn't. And that's I'm surprised by how many people in the course of this work told me it was their teacher that yeah. said that they couldn't do things because that really you would think it would be the opposite. I think people tell you that you can't for a number of reasons, but most of them stem from their own insecurities. So right. they're afraid of what's going to happen if you do or how you will change or how your relationship with them will change. Sometimes it comes from jealousy. Sometimes, sometimes we're born or raised in traumatic environments where like any kind of change is just like no full stop. So yeah, yeah. It's not even that your idea isn't worthy or that you don't have potential to execute it. I think when people say that you can't do things, it's like it's coming from their own viewpoint of their own things. So it's, yeah. it's not even really about you. It's just being projected onto you. But when it happens when you're young, say, for example, it's a teacher, right. you really believe it. So if yeah. an art teacher yeah. tells you that you're not good at art, you might grow up thinking like, oh, I'm really bad at art. And that may not even be true. It's just you haven't had time to develop or explore that avenue of creativity. Was there a point at which you, <clears throat> we're going to make the assumption you've achieved what some people would call a level of success. The listeners, obviously, you've done some things that people would be very proud of. Was there a point at which like this negative stuff boiled up to, to actually help you forge that path? Was there, and again, in hindsight, sometimes it's easier to answer that, but do you, no. do you think there was a moment like where you went, damn it, I'm yep. not going to take it anymore? A hundred percent. Yeah. I actually can remember super crystal clearly. I was like 11 years old and my mom sat me down 
in my room, sat me down on the bed and she said, I'm so sorry that all of this is happening to you because all really my abuse was coming from my step parents, my stepfather and my stepbrother. And she was saying, I'm so sorry that like, this is the circumstances of your life, but you have two choices. You can let it affect you and destroy you, or you can use it as fuel. And that conversation, it's like the glass shattering moment where you realize, wait a minute, my parents are people, everyone's imperfect. And I actually do have a choice on how this affects me or doesn't. And I think that was the moment that I was like, you know what? She's right. I'm not going to let this destroy me. I'm not going to become who they say that I'm going to be that I'm because they, they would tell me that I'm worthless or I would end up a stain on society or nothing. And just like really mean things. And um, and I really in that moment was like, nope, that's not happening. That is not going to be my path. And I became so determined to get myself into a better situation that like I did everything it took to get through school. Two days after I graduated, I left. I flew away from the island. I flew all the way to the mainland to Arizona, I was more or less by myself. And that, and I was 17 and that's when my life started. And so from that point forward, I decided that only I got to say what I did and didn't do and what I could and couldn't do. And, and that was really empowering, but it, it all boiled down to that one moment that was like, Hey, this could be your future or this could be your future. Like you get to choose. And it's not always that simple, right? So like I lived my life just exceeding and kicking ass and being a journalist and doing all the things that I wanted to do. And I was so proud of that. But then like mid thirties, I was like, wait a minute, I am totally not okay inside. <laughs> like I still have such emotional effects from all of this. So it took me so much like work on myself to recognize that and then to really push through it. And then this book was like the final straw. It was like a place for all of that stuff to go and, and a way to transmute it from being a really negative, heavy thing into something that could, you know, help hopefully inspire others to get through the same kinds of things. Because you know, my story isn't unique. Like lots of people grow up like this. And that sucks to say, but I just think that we have to reframe the challenges that come to us and see that they are lessons and opportunities. And so that's why I wanted to incorporate the stories of other women into this book as well. There is a bit of therapy in this book, I will admit, <laughs> <laughs> to, reader, to readers, as you might uh, guess. But let's let's shift topics to travel. You have a uh, travel company, a boutique women's tour company. So this may seem really obvious or maybe even naive that I'm going to ask this question, but I'm wondering if you could share, because I, th I think a lot of people assume the obvious things, but are there inherent differences in travel for women? Oh, certainly. Yeah. I think primarily women have different concerns when it comes to their health and safety in different countries. Right. Like that's sure. first and foremost. So I started my career in the travel space with Go Girl Guides, which were travel guidebooks that were country specific books. Like, here's what you need to know if you're backpacking through Thailand or if you're taking the night bus through Argentina, like these kinds of yeah. kinds of girlfriend to girlfriend tips that we would share that I wasn't really getting in like my Lonely Planet books. That's how that started. And then I went actually on a cross country book tour in 2012. And I was talking to women about travel and just all of the adventures that I had been on and they wanted to talk forever. Like they would take me out to dinner. We would share all of our tips and tricks and just really inspire each other to go to new places. And so at that point I was like, okay, this needs to be done in a bigger way. So I started Women's Travel Fest, which is um, the largest and first women's conference for specific to female travelers. So that's been going on now for 
We're going into our eighth year and it's created this amazing community of women who love to travel, but really we come together to talk about where we're going, what our experiences are and how we are concerned or not basically (laughs) about safety. So there's really probably a, a very large thread through this idea of being empowered as a, particularly as a woman, but I think anyone and traveling alone, particularly, I mean that there's something scary about that, but also really empowering, isn't there? Totally. Yeah. I think that travel is one of the best ways that you can tap into your own sense of capability and strength. And I think even now, many years later, I've ended up going to all seven continents, which I was never my intention. (laughs) It just was a happenstance of being a traveler. But there are moments where I'm like up against a challenge in my regular day-to-day life. And I'll think to yourself, think to myself, you know what? You hiked Machu Picchu. Like you can figure this out. So there is that sense of (laughs) capability that like you can do things that are really hard, even if it's in different languages or with people that you don't know (laughs) yet or it's totally unfamiliar. And I think I used to travel for a long time to prove to myself that I was capable and that I could. And I really took a lot of personal strength and growth from that. So a lot of the people that we meet in the book, it would be pretty easy to write a book called Tell Her She Can't and feature Michelle Obama or some someone of that nature <laughs> and they, their stories, obviously. And you feature a lot of what I, maybe they're known to other people. They weren't known to me. They were regular people. And I, I will say that in a lot of cases, the common theme was that they were told they can't or pushed into a corner and had to make a choice. And I think that's probably, would you say that there's certainly an element of people don't come out of the womb and go, I'm just going to go take on the world. Sometimes we have to to be pushed into that corner, don't we? Yeah, totally. I I definitely think that we do. And I think sometimes we're pushed into that corner and we either respond by being like, I'm going to take on the world. Or we respond by being like, it's cool. I'll stay back. You're right. And I don't know. The essential question that I was trying to solve with this book is what makes somebody able to blast through this and what makes others become defined by it? And I I think I'm getting closer to that answer, but I think really what I have come up with is like possibility or like having that moment where you realize, wait a minute, I totally can do this. The trap is in my own head. Like, I think I can figure this out. I'm pretty strong and enterprising. And I think, like, my hope is that this book sharing so many different experiences from different women of different ages, different races, you can identify, maybe not with every single person in the book, but with someone's story somewhere. And hopefully as a collective, it inspires you to tackle whatever challenge you're facing or whoever in your life is saying that you can't. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. When your agency partners with Wix, you unlock an entire digital ecosystem for creating, managing, and growing your business online so you can run your agency the way you've always wanted to. Get the full coding and design freedom to create anything your clients need, along with the tools to manage and collaborate with your team seamlessly from anywhere. And when it comes to growing your business, you can get matched with new leads every day and earn revenue share for every website you create. They're all backed with Wix's industry-leading security and site performance. You'll also have dedicated account managers on standby 24-7 so you can reach your goals and start setting new ones. See for yourself. Head on over to Wix.com slash partners and reimagine what your agency can accomplish. So there are a number of firsts in, in this book, like first woman to do X. And I think that those are pretty obvious, like 
no one says a woman can do that. And then you're the first person to do it. Obviously, I think some of my favorite are the ones where you're just like, yeah, but the odds were so against you. Like there, I, I know there's a woman that, that lost a limb and now obviously a lot harder her, for her to maybe do some things physically like travel. And she's taking on that challenge in some other countries. And I, those I think are the stories that, that in some ways are the most inspiring. Yes. I, I love the first, you know, person to swim X channel or something, but those ones where you're like, that person could have easily said, I just don't need to do this, but it became a passion. This is an unfair question, but I'm going to ask it anyway, but, or not, you know what? Um, I, I was going to say, what's your favorite story? That's a terribly so unfair hard. question. Um, <laughs> I wrote a book that my last book was had 365 entries in it. So it was one per day. And people all the time would interview me and say, what's your favorite passage? I was like, I, I, I can't pick one of those. But so I won't make you do that. Maybe I'll just kind of throw it out to you based on how I set that up. What are some of your favorite stories or some that you just want to share that that have seemed to have really touched people? Yeah, I think some of the ones that keep coming back to me are the ones that these women would probably say, oh, my story is not that important compared to the others. It is the regular stories that makes me, I I probably won't ever cross country ski Antarctica by myself, but you know, but I'm certainly inspired by women like Pam McFadden who beat cancer four times and then had brittle bones and decided to become, was told she shouldn't ever leave her house because her bones were too brittle. They could break just from standing on them. And so she decided to become a kickboxer and took up kickboxing and became a black belt at age 65. And now the doctors are writing papers about her and like how kickboxing can strengthen your bones. So women who are really, yeah, really just unafraid to, to forge down their own paths. Those are the ones that really inspire me. And also women who take their struggles, like you were saying with Leslie, who lost a, a limb as in right. childhood, she now helps other children in developing nations find access to prosthetic limbs. So yeah. I think when you can not only conquer your own challenge, but then take it and use it to help others, yeah. I feel like those stories are really the ones that I was the most excited to share because it really shows you like what you can do with your own story, your own struggle, and how much positive change you can affect in others. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor, Fiverr business. Fiverr connects your team with freelancers, high quality services on a budget. These are curated top providers, over 500 categories that have already been vetted for quality and experience. You've got tools to create projects, approve budgets, manage your freelancers. There's payment protection. You can count on transparent pricing and payment approval that gives you the last word every time. And when you sign up, you get a designated business success manager to make sure that you are getting your projects matched with the right talent. Sign up for free today at fiverr.com. I'm curious as a fellow author, how you went about collecting your stories, because if you want to write about, as I said, Michelle Obama, if you want to write Michelle Obama, just a couple of Googles and you'll, you'll have a lot yeah. of info to write about. But because you chose particularly everyday common stories, I'm sure you had to do a little more digging or asking or where I'm curious how you collected your stories. Yeah, totally. I, it was a bit of digging and asking and also a lot of serendipity, which I think is really what happens when you're just on the path that's meant to yeah, be yeah. yours. I put a call out on Helper Reporter Out, also known as Haro or Haro. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I got 600 emails from women oh, wow. who were like, this is what I went through and this is how I got through it. And it was so inspiring. And so from that, I just started doing interviews and I talked to probably 100 
a hundred women. And then I could only include 35 in this first book. So I turned some of the others into our first season of a podcast, but it's so cool. This kind of energy that's come from this project, because one, one woman will be like, Oh, you got to talk to Alexis and they'll introduce me to someone else who inspired them. And it's like this chain. Yeah. 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 And it's really cool. And I just, it was also mid pandemic when I was doing these interviews and I, as a travel business owner was like going through my own sorts of devastation. And so just talking to these women about, Hey, this is who I am and what I went through. This is me at my core. And these kinds of conversations, we were really like transparent with each other. It was so inspiring and it really healed me in so many ways and gave me a purpose to get through one of the hardest times globally. I think so many of us were facing, especially if you were in in the travel industry. I I tell you, this wasn't your intention, but for listeners, astute listeners, Kelly just dropped an amazing like content tip there for you using uh, a source like horror to collect stories, to get first person stories, whatever you're writing about. And then to actually take your, the fact that you have too much content and turn it into a podcast series or just to repurpose it. A lot of brilliant, I don't know if you were really thinking of it as a brilliant marketing strategy, but certainly now you've got, I don't know how many, in addition to the 35 women that are here, you probably have a community of a thousand people now. Yeah, (laughs) And what's so cool too is people are so like engaged in this project, which I love because we really strip away all of the stuff, the fluff that we hide behind so much as creators. And I'm getting DMs on Instagram from someone who's like, I was told I would never play basketball. And now I'm like a starting player for University of Michigan or like just like all these crazy stories. And it's so cool to see like the chain effect of that yeah do you see your work as part of the mission to not just impact people to say yeah you can but maybe to affect broader social change in in really the treatment of women everywhere certainly yeah that's absolutely my goal i always think about how this may have helped me when I was 11 or 12 or 13, growing up in in such a male-dominated, oppressive environment. And I think generationally, we're making big strides. But I certainly think that part of what I'm here on this earth to do is to help raise up the voices of other women and really shine a light on their work and what they're doing. And hopefully, over time, that leads to change and it leads to opportunity. Yeah. Let's turn to Damesley a little bit. Are you recovering some yeah. of the some of the travel it bug uh, hit you wild. from the depths of 2020 when i could barely get out of bed <laughs> i was <laughs> terrified because the house is falling down around me <laughs> to where we are now all of our trips for 2021 are completely sold out half of 2022 is sold out i mean travel is coming back in such a major way i don't even know that i was prepared for it because i was like okay i have so much time to work on the book and now all of yeah. a sudden it's no we have to do damesley because People yeah. are ready and people are traveling and yeah. I'm really excited for that too. It's definitely pent up. So give us a, give us an idea of what, what's a fun tour. If I were looking at Damesley thinking, gosh, I want to do something different. What's a brief description of a fun tour that you put together? Sure. We have a really fun tour called Cameras and Canyons and it's mm-hmm. a small women's photography group tour through the Grand Canyon, Antelope Canyon and Horseshoe Bend. So it's led by a female photographer. And so we incorporate workshops with actual shooting in really cool places. Awesome. Is Horseshoe Canyon is probably more picturesque than the Grand Canyon. I think a lot of people think about the Grand Canyon and its grandeur, but Horseshoe Canyon is just crazy. 
It's true, but <laughs> at the Grand Canyon, you get all all kinds of crazy light. So we yeah, really right, right. we really yeah. can play with photography there, and we do this really fun champagne toast at sunset, and it's just yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's stunning. Northern yeah. Arizona is one of my favorite landscapes, probably in the United States, because you're like, am I on Mars? Am I yeah. in the Arizona? Because it's just so it's so beautiful, and it yeah, really has yeah. a piece of me. So Kelly, tell people where they can find out more about all of your work, including uh, pick up a copy of Tell Her She Can. Sure. I am all over the internet at Go Kelly Lewis, and you can pick up Tell Her She Can't at tellhershecant.com or Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, you name it. Kelly, thanks for dropping by uh, Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. And uh, maybe now that we're all getting back out there on the road again, we'll see you in real life. I'd love that. Thanks so much for having me. All right. So that wraps up another episode. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And you know, we love those reviews and comments. And just generally tell me what you think. Also, did you know that you could offer the duct tape marketing system, our system to your clients and build a complete marketing, consulting, coaching business, or maybe level up an agency with some additional services? That's right. Check out the duct tape marketing consultant network. You can find it at ducttapemarketing.com and just scroll down a little and find that offer our system to your clients tab.